I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my creative healing course is filled with hours of exclusive content. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And I'm Coach Victoria. And today we're gonna to be talking about five ways to destroy your chances of getting your ex back while you're in no contact. You know, a lot of people think, how can I destroy my chances in no contact, right? And you would think, yes, it would be pretty simple. It's not as simple as it sounds. Nothing is. <laughs> Many people really struggle with no contact and leaving their ex alone because they're having such a hard time, which I completely understand. And, you know, Coach Victoria, you've gone through breakups before. I was thinking about this. Um, I think I've seen you go through three breakups in all the years that I've known you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, especially the ones from several years ago, you really struggled with that feeling, right? We were talking about that feeling. I did, yeah. It's just a feeling of wanting to connect. Yeah. And your brain just says, get back with this person, get back with this person. You know, you're remembering, reminiscing on all the great good times that you had together. And that's all you can obsess about mm -hmm. uh, until you get that. So there was one several years ago that I was actually on the phone with you <laughs> as you were on your way to your ex's house. And I was pleading you not to go with you not to go when her phone went out because she was in the train. Right. Mm -hmm. And you remember that feeling? I remember how panicked you were. <laughs> on your way there. I was. I and was very nervous because you don't know when you're about to do a grand gesture or anything like this. In your head, you have it planned out for it to work. Of course. You know? yeah. of course. So yeah. on the ride there, on the train ride there, Craig is on the phone and he's like, don't do it. And meanwhile, I'm passing through tunnels. It's like, she don't can, do it. Like, you're getting like every 10th word. I'm like, stop. No, please. Oh my gosh. But you know, in hindsight, it wound up really helpful that you went through that. Yeah. So now it's something that we've been able to talk through over the years yeah. of going mm -hmm. through it. So it's been helpful for you to see what people go through mm -hmm. in that moment. Mm -hmm. And we can laugh about it now. We were not laughing. <laughs> no, you were not laughing before. You were sure. not laughing. Yeah. yeah, that was a rough one. Yeah. And we could get into that story a little bit mm -hmm. in, the, in the future mm -hmm. about what happened there. But uh, just, you know, I've seen uh, through our friendship, because we've been friends for probably like seven or eight years yeah. now, um, breakups and when we've talked about it she's seen me through difficult times and and so we know what it's like to have that overwhelming feeling of like oh my I have to do something to reach out to my mm -hmm. ex and you just get so emotional with the uncertainty and the anxiety it causes you to make a lot of mistakes mm -hmm. we're going to talk about some of these mistakes today Margaret you know these are some big ones right okay right, so the first one I want to talk about is blaming shaming or criticizing okay this, obviously, I don't mean directly with your ex. I mean, yes, that would, don't do that with your ex. <laughs> but even with friends or family publicly, mm -hmm. you've right. seen this with some of your That's a girlfriends, right? It's a betrayal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially if you have mutual friends, uh -huh. word gets around. Yes. And people will give you their word to your face, but they may also be talking to your ex, you know? You never know. So it's better to be safe and find somebody 
professional that you can speak with or somebody that is outside of your social circle. Yep. Yeah, um, that, because we get so upset, oftentimes we'll sit there and tell our friends and family, oh, they did this and they did that. And, you know, you don't think it'll get back to them. But it does. It does, more often than not. And, you know, it's understandable that you're hurt and you're angry at them. But if it gets back, it's only going to do damage. I mean, how many times have you seen that you say something to somebody else? Oh, absolutely. And the next thing you know, everybody knows it. And, and then your ex is like, why did you call my uncle mm -hmm. and tell him that I... And, and people want to call people's relatives after mm -hmm. a breakup. I was so guilty of that with the Applebee's girl. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, it was so awful. I was talking to her brother, her sister, her mother. And they all loved me. They really felt bad. Um, and I think they probably would have wanted us to repair things. Mm. But I do think that there was more getting back to her than I realized. I think so, too. And I had one friend that I thought was a friend that wound up spilling the beans. You know that I story. Remember that, mm. yes. And so I had a friend that was a very mutual friend. And I thought to my face, she was, you know, on my side. But she had a hidden agenda. She sabotaged it. And she really caused a lot of problems. So, regardless of how upset you are, be very careful who you share with. Yep. Okay, the next one on the list is retaliation, manipulation, or playing games. This is big, uh, especially with social media. A lot of people will do something to get revenge. You'd be surprised how many people will send out naked pictures of their ex to mm. other people. Mm -hmm. They'll post it on websites. Oh they'll they'll post it on Facebook. What a betrayal I've, that is. Oh yeah, I've seen some really big mistakes because people are hurt, mm -hmm. but they're trying to humiliate their ex, but that is really good to destroy any uh, possibility of them wanting to come back. It's gonna really hurt your chances, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. right? Um, you know, it's going to Get back with them, essentially. If you play a game with somebody, they're gonna get it, right? Mm -hmm. They're gonna hear us through friends, right? Mm -hmm. Do you see that with any of your female friends playing games or manipulation? I could see that with social media as far as posting pictures with other people to make their ex jealous. Uh, you could also see this with people trying to get with their ex's friends. That's, yeah. That's particularly insidious. Yes, it is. Yes, I agree. I've seen that too. Mm. I've seen that. But a lot of times, um, it just makes them so angry at you that they're like, well, I'm never going to date you again because of mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen girls do it to guys. Like they'll go after the guy friends. Mm -hmm. And if the guy reciprocates any way, that might ruin that friendship as well mm -hmm. with him and the other friend. That would get him good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's Guys get really oh. upset about that. I could also see how somebody could warn other people about dating their mm -hmm. ex. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a big one. And yeah. spread rumors about them. Don't date Joe. Yeah. yeah. Lies. Mm -hmm. Yep, yeah, lies. That's what, you know, so like with the revenge, the retaliation. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a big one. Okay, here's another one. This is important too. Frequent emotional inconsistency and mood instability, right? Posting emotional songs and poetry, especially, I see this like on Instagram, people will just post, 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 post 50 things in a week and it's like so much, right? Mm -hmm. It just doesn't make you look 
confident and like you're over things or that you're handling things well, right, Margaret? No, it wouldn't make you feel like that. And you're trying to let your, your ex know how distressed you are, hoping they'll respond. Is that it? Well, I think that might be what they're trying to do, but I think it just makes the yeah. ex angry. Sure. Mm -hmm. Or like, what is going on yeah, with this person? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that would never get you anywhere. This could also be a, a loophole in the no contact, especially if you have yes. a public profile or if you're still friends with your ex on social media, mm -hmm. you may think they're gonna receive the messages that I'm expressing uh, via social media, via signing on. You know, I don't need to contact them to express myself to them. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so sometimes you, you might do it because you're wanting to connect with them on some level, mm -hmm. but it often makes the situation worse, right? right? Okay. Okay, here's a big one. We see this a lot. Disrespected or ignoring boundaries. Oh, yes. Margaret, you want to jump in on that? Well, <clears throat> boundaries are, are sacred and, and serious and so forth and so mm -hmm. on. But boundary violations would be calling the rest of the family, um, trying to stalk them on, the, you know, on social media and all of those things that sometimes desperate people do mm -hmm. to try to get a response. Even worse than that, the social media, driving to the work. Mm. Oh, ha yes. Have you seen that, like, with your friends and stuff, too? Driving by houses, driving by work, trying to find their car at friends' houses. Yep. All and, of the above. And I feel like women in particular get very scared when a guy does that. Yes, they do. Yes, they do, because it looks like they're being stalked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's a lot on, of information around about stalking these days, so women do get very scared. I just had a guy today who went to her work, and she got a restraining order against him yeah. now. Mm -hmm. And he's like hasn't even been served yet, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. He's scared yeah. as hell. Um, but, you know, you violate those boundaries, and you think it's innocent. So, you, you know what I hear a lot, too, is that the ex doesn't want to talk to you, so they just show up at their house and they're like, I'm coming over. I'm coming over right no, now to talk to you. that's a terrible boundary violation. Mm. No means no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you want to avoid doing that, and if you get upset, figure out a way to de-escalate and calm down because right. it's only going to make the situation... It'll make things much worse. Mm -hmm. But going to people's work, I've known people to be fired when some... Um, angry or agitated ex shows up at work. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And the last one I want to talk about is another big one. Not following through with promises. How many of you have told your ex certain things about what you're going to do, what your goals are, what you're trying to change, and then instead you get so obsessed with where they're at, what they're doing, you completely lose sight of that. Yep. Right? Um, like a big one, I'm going to go to therapy. Yep. Right? Yep. If you have a guy that says, I'm going to go to therapy, and then four months later, the girlfriend comes back, I mean, Margaret, what do you think? How do you think that's going to hurt the chances if he hasn't? It's not, it's not going to help. And I will say, always say to the guys, you know, um, promises don't cut it, you have to do it. Yeah. And nothing's going to impress her as much as if you've actually gone to therapy. But I thought about things and I worked on myself. No, it's not going to sell as well as going to therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Any other lifestyle changes you could think of that you might see that, that somebody really wants to see their ex do in that no contact? 
I would also think of the problems you had in the relationship. So if your partner was always complaining about you not going to work or not being functional at work, also one. maybe living with family, not having a place of your own might be another one. That is a big one, I think. A big one. Especially yeah. women get frustrated with men for that. Because mm -hmm. I think a lot of guys just kind of will get complacent and live with their grandparents or their parents. Yep. Mm -hmm. And women like to see a man who can really be independent and right. self-sufficient. Right. Yep. I just had a call about that this past week. Or I'm going to go back to school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a big one too. Did you do it? Well, no. Uh, maybe quitting a habit like smoking yeah. or drinking yeah. or uh, if you're doing drugs. Mm -hmm. Those are all big ones that your ex wants to see. And so if you don't really make those changes while you're not in contact with them, it's going to come back and haunt you. That's why Margaret and I have been preaching for years. It's all about the personal growth in no contact. Right. Healing those attachment issues, becoming more confident, learning to communicate. Right. We talk about all kinds of different ways to improve your relationships. And of course, we'd love to see you do it for your own well-being, not just to impress your spouse. But if you're going to improve yourself, start anywhere you can. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Because we ideally, we want it you to do it for yourself right. but we understand that yeah. it's often the ex and the you know trying to get the ex back that keeps you motivated sure. so highly right? Mm -hmm. right so we just want to see you staying committed and working on yourself whatever way you can mm -hmm. right but i think all of these are huge they are big ones we hear all the time yeah. so if if you can make sure you don't do any of these mistakes from here on out Many of you have probably already done several on this list. But I think, Craig, as you pointed out, boundaries is behind a lot of these. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of, of how to get to somebody when they don't want you to get there. And, of course, we talk a lot about boundaries. Yes, we do. There is, like, what is it, the one homework assignment that's, like, five sections? Something like that. It's, like, it's all on boundaries. <laughs> boundaries is so key. Um, and that's in the Creative Healing course if you want to check that out. But I think that it's really important that you do your best to steer away from these mistakes, and I think it'll help your chances significantly. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. So hopefully you found this video helpful. Put a like on there if you did. And, of course, if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. And, of course, Margaret is available for Skype coaching. If you feel like I can be helpful to you, please sign up. And, of course, Coach Vicki will be here doing videos with us. <laughs> so that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And I'm Coach Victoria. And we will talk with you soon.